there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark. Please rate and review this podcast and subscribe for free. And we have a very special guest future Hall of Famer and one of the greatest power forwards in the history of the league, Dirk Nowitzki. How are you enjoying retirement? It's been great. I can't complain. Uh, you know, just enjoy. We have three young children, so uh, spending a lot of family time. And, uh, before, of course, the uh, pandemic, yeah, we try to travel a lot and we have family all over the world and see them. And so uh, it's, been, uh, it's been enjoyable and a lot of family time, a lot of good eating for sure. <laughs> well, you're retired, so you can eat as much as you want. Yes, that's that's been a fun part. <laughs> How about Joel Embiid this year? Uh, he revealed that he watched a lot of your videos, and he, of course, now is using one of your signature moves on the court, the one-legged fadeaway. Tell me what you think of when you see him using your move. Uh, that's that's an honor. Uh, that's That's so sweet to see that he thinks that that's, uh, a good move and, and, and a shot that he can uh, can put in his repertoire. So it's fun to see. And when they actually played here in Dallas, uh, I watched some of the game and he texted me the day after and said, I had to show respect to you and shoot it uh, on your silhouette. You know, my silhouette is now on the mass floor. And so he said he had to shoot one for me. So that uh, that made me, of course, really, feel really good. Um, I'm honored that he thinks it's a good shot to have. That is very cool. So what do you think of his form? Uh, did it match up with the silhouette? <laughs> it looks pretty good, I got to say. He's, he's so big, but he's so agile and so athletic, and he's still got the touch. I mean, he's a, he's a wonderful player and so much uh, so much fun to watch. So it almost looked, uh, looked better than the real thing, I got to say. <laughs> so tell me how much you communicate with Joel. Well, we text occasionally, you know, it's not like we, uh, we contact each other uh, every other day, but it's occasionally every couple of weeks, I'll check in on him. Uh, I invited him to some of my charity stuff and I know he plays a little tennis. I remember him going around in, in Philly playing some tennis on these hard courts. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's one of a kind, but so just occasionally have a couple of weeks and I definitely told him that he's, he's having a great season and, to keep it up and he's basically on he's he's unstoppable you can you can spread it out to the three now but he's still such a force inside so i mean there's really no uh, no matchup for him on a one-on-one -on -one basis this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So we all saw how great you were and really uh, arguably the best 
shooting seven footer in the NBA and you really kind of moved along the position being able to shoot the three. Um, when you look at what you did and what Joel is doing now, uh, how do you compare the two? Well, you know, he's obviously a lot bigger. He's a lot better on the block. My game was more strictly face up a little bit, maybe a little bit on the post up and shoot over guys. But he's he is so unique that in the fact that his skill level is so good that he can go outside and he's still got the handles and the crossover. But then if they put him really a smaller guys on him, he just takes them right to the block and he can overpower somebody because he's so big, so strong. His legs are so big and strong and his butt is so wide. So uh, he's just a, a, a matchup nightmare because he's, he's got, he's got both worlds. And uh, mine was a little more outside based. Uh, if I took somebody down low, it's more shooting over them, more finesse. But to me, he's a great combination of power and finesse. And he can, on any given night, he can use both. And it's, it's I mean, he's a, he's a matchup nightmare for sure. So when you look throughout NBA history, you kind of revolutionized something with your shooting and your, your size. So do you think there's anybody that you can kind of compare in NBA history with Joel or maybe combine a couple guys? I mean, that's, that's super tough. I mean, I feel like he's, he's, he's got the body of a little smaller shack, but he's got the shot from the outside. Like, uh, I don't know. Is it, he's got the finesse, like Hakeem a little bit, the footwork. I mean, I mean, all the all the best centers ever played. He's got to rank up there with with all of them for for his for his for his all round game on 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 inside outside uh, defense. He loves blocking shots. You can tell he he gets energized off of it. And uh, I mean, he's uh, he's a force on on both ends. So he's got to rank up there with uh, with the best of them. So you know the story. He said that he growing up just looked on YouTube for white guys shooting. <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty impressive that he uh he got that form and he's got it down pretty good that shows you how how talented he is this high hand eye coordination how good that is how good his touch is if you can just learn something from watching videos you're uh you're very very talented and skilled now when he first started to play basketball and picked it up he said his coach had a tape of you from the past um now that you're retired and you've had a Hall of Fame career, how special is that when you hear stories like that of somebody like Joel, who is now, you know, MVP type, he kind of followed a lot of your moves? Well, that's, that's, that's of course, an honor that, that I hear guys say, hey, I inspired them or I sort of paved the way for them a little bit. That is, that's a huge honor. And, you know, I had guys paved the way for me, a lot of Europeans like Shrem for Kukoc and all these guys. And, and I was super honored to play against them. And, and, and if somebody says that to me now or said it in my career, that would, that's, uh, that's a huge honor. And I, I take that as a huge compliment. So I'm, I'm super humbled by it. And, and I'm, if I help Joel somewhere down the line or, or early in his career, that's, of course, super humbling to know. When did Joel first tell you about how much he watched your videos? Well, we I, we went together to to a trip in uh, in Africa when we went to uh, South Africa and, and and had a camp there for the NBA and uh, so that's when I really met him for the first time and uh, we talked a little bit and he's he's such a fun fun character she's got a unbelievable personality when he comes in the, the room lights up and that's where 
we just met up, met each other for really for the first time and talked a little bit. And uh, I love them. I love what he stands for, about his intensity, but also how, how much fun he loves to have off the floor. So he's, uh, he's a good guy to, uh, to, to have fun with, for sure. When you went over to Africa, and of course, he's from Cameroon, how incredible of a story is he? Uh, and I don't think he started playing basketball, actually, till around high school. Yeah, I mean, if you see his, I think he was part of that camp, the basketball off borders, way before, uh, maybe in 2010 or 11. I can't, I can't remember, but he was actually part of that, um, that NBA camp. So to to know that actually those camps work and and produce a a great player like that, that's of course uh, fun to see. And then if you see that picture from him when he was a basketball borders, how skinny he was and. Uh, that's uh, that's that's unbelievable to see what he's made out of his body, how he grew into his body, and then he also always obviously had that that skill level and that, that work ethic to 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 get that uh, to develop that. So it's uh, that's 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 fun to see that those camps that the NBA does in Africa actually pan off, and, and lots of those go to uh, kids go to college or end up in the NBA, and that's uh, that's obviously uh, that's a great story. And obviously, Joel is still very young. And when I saw your career, uh, you improved with your shooting. And then we saw your free throw shooting was unbelievable. I think you wound up, what, 88% shooter? Yeah, uh, to me, you know, yeah, I looked at free throws as free points. You don't want to give those away. That's, that's the easiest shot of the day. There's no defense on you. You have to make the free throws. That's, uh, that's, that's the easiest shot of the day. So when you see Joel this year, taking his game to the next level of getting to the free throw line, I think 10.7 times a game. I think only Wilt had a higher average per game. Where do you see his trajectory with his three-point shooting improving and his free throw shooting? Well, I think for him, it's, it's all about finding a good mix. Of course, it's the easiest sometimes to just come down and shoot a three, but he is so big and so dominant that there's really no matchup for him these days. There are really no big fives in the game anymore. So, I think he's got to find a good way of mixing things up, of, of shooting a three when he's, when he's open, when he's filling it. And if not, you know, he can always take the guys down low and get a good shot or do the face up or, or get to the line as he does. So that's why it's such, a, such a, a tough cover. There's not really one thing you can take away. He can always counter with other moves or go outside. Or if he's not filling it, he can still get to the line, find his rhythm, get a couple easy ones. So... That's why he's, he's so tough to guard because he can score in so many ways. And uh, you know Hall of Famers because you're going to be one someday. Um, appreciate it. I appreciate do you, it. You think Joel Embiid, I don't want to put pressure on him, but do you think he's on that path? Of course. I mean, a, a force like that, that uh, hopefully if his health holds up, uh, which of course we all hope because he's so, so much fun to watch. But if it does, uh, uh, to me, that's a no-brainer. Uh, for if you look, hopefully, for a long uh, body of work that he's going to put in, and he's already unstoppable, and he'll stay unstoppable for a long time. So I think uh, the the health there is, is is the only question, but I think he'll he'll be great. Yeah, here in Philly, Doc Rivers, he says he he looks away when Joel goes down on the court. Uh, he doesn't even want to see it. So you know, you having a twenty plus year career, being a seven footer. Um, how tough is it, the wear and tear on the body, and how are you doing in retirement? And is there anything Joel can do to try to, you know, hold off on some of those issues with the body? 
Well, I think in my 30s, I think your work changes a little bit. You get smarter. You work less a little bit on the court. You work more in a training room. You lift a little more weights. Your diet has to be better. I think uh, if uh, in the long run, that pays off. Uh, of course, taking care of your body is, 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 is a big issue. Uh, but he's, he's such a big boy, of course, every time he runs up and down, it's, that's a lot of pounding. But And he plays so hard. I mean, for me, I kind of, on the defensive side, I try to stay away. You know, I try to just help out a little bit. But he just goes so hard on both ends of the floor. He does He does take a lot more pounding than, than I used to do. But like I said, he, he needs to learn, obviously, to take care of his body and, and rehab and, uh, and stay fit in the summer and, uh, and all that stuff to have, hopefully, a, a long, long career. Well, Doc Rivers challenged him in the offseason, and Joel went and got a nutritionist dietitian and, and a trainer and all that. So I think he is, he's realizing that he's, he's on the right path. Yeah. That's, I mean, that made a huge difference for me in my career. Uh, probably, you know, back then when I started, we didn't know that much about nutrition and training science and all that. And I, I didn't learn that till probably mid twenties the end twenties. So that's when I completely changed my, my routines and my, my nutrition and stuff. And so I'm glad he's getting a head start of that. So I think that was, that's, that's very important for, for longevity for sure. So can you give me your top five most enjoyable players to watch right now in the NBA that you just love watching? Well, of course, Luca is definitely one of them. Uh, I think that's, that's obvious, uh, but there, there's so many. Uh, I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. I think everybody knows that. Uh, Steph, when he comes across half court shooting, you know, you saw it last night. I mean, the, 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 the kid's fantastic. Uh, Giannis uh, comes to mind, of course, the guy that's two-stepping from half court and still dunking. And I would put Joel in, Joel in there because he's such a, so much fun to watch. He plays with such a passion, a joy. He's always smiling, getting the crowd involved. And uh, so these are just a couple of examples, but there's probably so many more. I, I still love, love the NBA stuff, love, still love watching it, and I'm, I'm still a fan. So, of course, the Sixers are the top seed in the East. And they are trying to get to the finals for the first time in 20 years. Do you think they can get through Brooklyn, Milwaukee, some of those teams to get there? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. I'm sure uh, Brooklyn is, is, is a great team. Uh, and so is Milwaukee. Um, that's, that's the fun thing about the playoffs. Who's, who's got the momentum? Uh, who's, who's rolling at the right time? Who's healthy at the right time? A lot of things obviously play into it uh, after a long sort of grueling second part of the season with lots of games hopefully everybody stays healthy and then I mean it's it's everything to me is kind of wide open that's 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 what's fun about the NBA and uh, I mean I, I hate to make a prediction so it'll be it'll be just fun to watch I, I'll leave it at that when you were making your playoff runs did you look at how the standings would stack up and, and the matchups because it looks like the Sixers have a pretty good draw because they don't have to face the Nets or the Bucks or the Heat until the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, that's, of course, great. Uh, we never really try to play for that. You know, we always try to get the highest seed possible and then and go from there. Eventually, you have to go through tough teams anyways. This is still the, the NBA playoffs. But if, if you have a little bit of a lock of the draw, that's, then that's great, too. You know, so you, you kind of take it both ways. We never really played for 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 seeding that much in the playoffs, but you know if if they have a sort of uh, easier route, that is of course can be helpful. Keep keep a series shorter, get a little more rest in in this in this long tough year. So uh, we'll see how it goes. If you had to pick an MVP 
to put you on the spot again, who would your MVP be this year? Well, I think there's a few guys right up there. Uh, Steph, to me, has, has, has done an incredible job uh, this year, winning the scoring title, but also just so much, so much fun to watch. And he's so easy to root for, obviously, as a little guy, just running around everywhere and shooting. But I think Joel, Joel obviously, they're getting the number one seed in, in the East is uh, super impressive. So he's, he's, he's definitely up there. But the, what I've seen so far, uh, I think my vote would go to Steph. But as we know, Joel is, is young and he'll be in the discussion for, for a long, long time. And, and I guess when you miss 20 games, uh, I mean, do you have to be out there for most of the time to be able to get that MVP? Yeah, you should be, but you know, it, it obviously matters in, in the amount of time you're out there. What, what, how does your team look? How does your team look when you're not out there? So uh, all these are of course important factors, but like I said, the sky's the future for him and uh, he'll, he'll for sure have, have lots and lots of chances. And uh, Seth Curry uh, getting a chance to be a starter in Philadelphia. How happy are you for him coming from uh, Dallas? You know, I, I played with Seth still my, my last year. He's a, a great kid. He had a little bit of injury problems already when he was with us, but I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he works super hard. Uh, he's got the skill set. He's, he's got all the, the shots. And, uh, and he's just he was super, super solid. So I'm, I'm happy that he, he's got the shot to shine at you know, at a contender and, and having fun doing it. So I wish him, uh, wish him the best. All right. And final question for you. Do you trust the process? <laughs> I mean, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? You have to trust the process. I mean, from where, you know, a couple of years ago and when you saw Philly and, and, and where they are now to like a title contender, I think they've come a long way with some, some great picks and some great players and some great moves along the way. So uh, you gotta be, you gotta be happy when when a team is is on the bottom and and through drafts and through some moves, you know, works works all the way up. I think that's what the, what the league is all about. So you gotta trust the process. Well, that's great. We really appreciate your time, and uh, it's pretty <laughs> cool to see some of your moves uh, uh, still on the court with Joel. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Calling all coffee drinkers. If you've been trying to enhance your daily coffee routine, then Quest has got your back with their brand new iced coffees. Now available in two delightfully delicious flavors that'll be sure to add an extra pep in your step. Vanilla latte and mocha latte. Quest has been on a mission to help fuel you with protein-forward foods you'll love. Each bottle of Quest iced coffee is packed with 200 milligrams of caffeine, the same amount as two cups of regular coffee, plus 10 grams of protein per serving to help you supercharge your day. And did I mention that they only contain one gram of sugar? It might just be time to cheat on your iced coffee with iced coffee. Find Quest iced coffees on Amazon.com slash Quest Nutrition. That's Amazon.com slash Quest Nutrition.